Recent cyber attacks on businesses such as Medibank Private and Optus have shone a light on the importance of personal data security and the ongoing threat of cybercrime. Joining Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes to talk us through the steps we need to take to keep our information safe and protect our identities is hacking expert Bastian Treptel. Well, good morning, Bastian. It's great to have you with us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Just wondering how you got into hacking in the first place. Just an absolute morbid curiosity. I think is the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, if you ask my mother, I took apart a washing machine from a very young age, could not put it back together, good at taking it apart, and it just carried on to computers. No, wait, so you got your first computer. We're going to get into, of course, scams and cyber safety in a sec, but you got your first computer at 14, was it? Correct, yes. And so what made you, what was the interest in hacking? For me, it was just finding out what all these numbers meant. Like there was this, these random IP addresses, which is the numbers we used to find each other on, on the internet, and they were other people or other institutions. One of them happened to have a pretty big hole in it, and it happened to be one of the big four banks. Oh my God. And I collected a bunch of credit card numbers and ate way too many pizzas. Is that, all you, is that what you did with the credit card numbers? You just ordered pizzas? Yeah, look, I was pretty young and, yeah, just ordered pizzas and that's what eventually led to my undoing. I wasn't very good at covering my tracks, i.e. using credit card numbers that I'd stolen and, yeah, the police came knocking. And obviously a delivery address with your pizzas too, Bastion. (laughs) Absolutely. I gave them the red carpet right to my door. Wow. So the Australian Federal Police knock on your door. What what happens then? Your mum must have been freaking out. Well, luckily for me, I was underage. It wasn't a pleasant experience. Wouldn't recommend it to anyone. In fact, if I'd done the same thing today, I probably would have seen jail time. At the very least, juvenile detention. Yeah. 40,000 credit card numbers. That's what you got, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But now you've turned the corner, haven't you? Was that that experience with the AFP what caused you to turn around and and start behaving? Yeah, look, I was never particularly uh, evil or ever really wanted to hurt anyone. I was just really curious, and it's far more lucrative to be on the good side of hacking and try and protect businesses, and you don't have to look over your shoulder for the rest of your life, which is also a big plus. Well, that's what you're doing now, a bit like the ending of Catch Me If If You Can. Don't want to spoil it again. Oh, you have spoiled it. But he's a hacker. He was young, gets busted, but ends up working for the banks and, and places like that to protect, well, our, our information. How do you, what do you make of the Medibank Optus leak? Like, how is this happening? Are they taking it seriously? Look, all these organisations are taking it seriously now that it's happened. Sadly, they probably didn't take it seriously enough before it happened. So all those organisations out there that are umming and ahhing, should I really take cyber seriously? Is it going to happen to me? The answer is yes, absolutely. It can be crushing to your clients and really end businesses if you don't take it seriously. So so they weren't. So what I'm getting from this is perhaps this has been a wake-up call because I am concerned for anyone, like sensitive information, medical information, horrific to have that released and then to be blackmailed. It's such a violation. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. I mean, I'll give you an example, right? Both of those breaches, one was just an accident, um, you know, IT teams doing the wrong thing, opening up an interface that allowed Optus data to be leaked out to the internet. I wouldn't even really call that a hack. I'd just call that a mistake. Mm-hmm. Let's call it a big oopsie. <laughs> uh, whereas Medibank, uh, they had data leaked onto the dark web. One of their employees had a username and password leaked on the dark web. And I'll give you a hint. There's 24 billion username and password combinations available for sale right now as we talk <gasps> on the dark web. 
Now, if you're one of those people that has those username and password combinations and you're still using one of those passwords, you're an absolute sitting duck. Oh, so some God. recommendation at a personal level, get onto a website. Like a great one is have I been pawned, P-W-N-E-D.com. Yep. Put in your usernames, put in your email addresses. Please don't put your passwords in there. And it will tell you if you've been part of the Medibank breach or the Optus breach or the Toyota breach or the recent AFP or VinMofo. The list is longer than I care to read. Really? And so if that has happened, you change your password instantly? Absolutely, yeah. So you're a sitting duck. So obviously this Medibank employee didn't and wasn't aware that their username and password was available for sale. A budding hacker jumped on, bought that information, tried it against Medibank. And, boom, obviously we see the fallout from that. So is it even possible to protect your information really online? Like, is it? Look, I I think the privacy. Yeah. Yeah, look, the privacy boat's kind of sailed. Uh, We've had so many breaches of so many organisations, and sadly a lot of information is out there about nearly all of us. Um, So, So what are the simple things that people can do to stop people hacking their private information? Well, I think there's three urgent ones. Right. First of all, first of all, if you are part of a breach, go and change those username and passwords straight away. So that's the number one most urgent thing. Yeah. Second thing, if you're one of the Australians now, and there's still a huge percentage of us out there who don't use multi-factor authentication, that's where you put in your username, you put in your password, and then to log in, you'll be asked to enter a code on your phone or an authentication device. Make sure you enable that. Okay. It's just waiting time for a hacker to guess your username and password. Okay. And the third thing is now because so many of us have been part of breaches, be super aware of scams. Like they're very clever hackers. They're well-funded. They're patient. In fact, we've actually seen some call centers in Asia and they have Australian trained psychologists. They're writing scripts. They're no longer just the foreign accent on the other end of the line. They're no longer poorly written emails. Just be super aware of scams. I'll give you an example of a great one that gets many Australians to this day. Let's say you are part of this Medibank scam and you get a phone call from someone with an Australian accent. Now, I'm talking bikey gangs in on cyber these days, conventional criminals in Australia in on cyber. They'll sound Australian. They'll sound supportive. We're so sorry this happened to you. We're going to send you an email now and it's going to ask you to reset your username and password. And it's going to be a scam. Most of these organisations will never send you an email or an SMS link to change your username and password. Okay. So just be really aware of those scams. And they're very clever. So if you're slightly unsure, you never give your password over the phone, you never give your password an email, you never click a link in an email. And if you think it is legit, just say, no problem. I'm just going to call you back on the number I know is real. Yeah. And you can call your bank. You can call yeah. the Medibank. And they are getting smart. We've had reports in Tasmania of uh, mortgage like mortgage deposits being stolen. Yep. Uh, Tube said mm. before his mother got sent a USB <laughs> stick in the mail from eBay, which ended up being a corrupt file. I got one about a warrant for my arrest. Maybe that's more obvious. <laughs> Not sure. But you're right. It is, it's so important more than ever to protect it, isn't it? And to be honest, I hadn't really thought about it until all of this happened. Yeah, well, it, the slight positive of all this is it really has woken Australia up to cybercrime. Yeah. So, yeah, let's all get something done. Yeah, well, Bastian Treptal, thanks so much. Cyber hacking expert. We really appreciate your time on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Thanks very much. And your podcast, of course, is Cyber Hacker on Listener, L-I-S-T-N-R. If you'd like to check out more, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes.